It's like one. getting cut down. We're live. And we have liftoff. And Boy. today on the Coffee Talk episode of Overthunk, recorded live from the Upper West Side of Manhattan, hosted by Aaron Kulik and Chris Baker, and today's guest, internationally famous New York City comedian, Nick Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Live in front of a canned audience. I don't usually do that kind of an intro, but that was just, I don't know. I just went with it. Was it was amazing. It was great. You you killed it. I killed it. I, I've been killing a lot of things lately, including a lot of bugs. But <laughs> uh, this is exciting. This is kind of an early morning episode. So thanks for uh, adjust or, or, or making yourself available so early in the morning. Yeah, it's all good. I'm I'm an early riser these days, you know. So oh, you are. I am. Got Is that a, a result dead. of the pandemic or? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I I just um, you know, the pandemic has been. I just wanted to get stuff done, and you know, I didn't want to like lazy around the house all day. And the pandemic was making me lazy, so I wanted to fight that. So, you know. Okay. Yeah, I'm having the exact opposite problem. It's like getting warmer out. It's summer. And I slept past 8 a.m. most of this week. We had we had a guest in from out of town, and that's not like me. Wow. So now what I'm time, trying to readjust. What time are you usually get, getting up, Chris? Like, you know, like 6.45, 7 at the oh latest. God. Oh, God. That's yeah, ridiculous. My little routine. I get up with the dogs and feed them and go pee, and then I take them out to go pee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. You haven't, like, trained them where you can just lift them up on the toilet and kind of, like, can I hover them over and they'll just like pee into the into the toilet? You know, one of our dogs, Winston, is really, really good. Actually, he prefers to pee in the bathroom. I will take <laughs> him out. He'll pee a couple times. We'll come in and then he'll pee on the potty pad in the bathroom. That's because you have a potty pad. Yeah. He, You're enabling. You're just an enabler. That's all you are. Well, he, uh, you know, ever since his hernia operation, he seems to have to go more frequently. Oh, mm. And as a yeah. as a frequent peer, I I really uh, empathize with his empathize situation. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do you uh, yeah. do you have pee pads for yourself? As like you have one in the room right there, so that way, like you know, if you've got to go, and you just kind of like stand up and just go, I, oh, I can just pee on this pad right here. That that's legit. I wish I did. I was <laughs> trying to work on a bit about because we just uh, we just drove across the country with. Uh, to, to Arizona to see some family and take care of some stuff. And these cars are so fancy today. They've got like heated seats. They've got, you know, cooled seats, which it, it's lost on me. I, I have no, like, I don't care about those things. I, I need a toilet seat in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great bit. Sounds yeah, great. Thank you. Yeah. You, you, thank you. Yeah. You're getting there. I mean, to... you got the whole diaper. Th- you can do diapers. That's a legit I thing. Do. Wasn't there that I, woman that stalked, that NASA pilot that like stalked somebody in Florida and she like drove cross country in like this crazy oh. amount of time and she had diapers on and stuff like that so she wouldn't have to stop to get to Florida to stalk this guy. Yeah, she, it was I yeah, that's all it I remember. It was weird. It was weird, but it was a female astronaut that like drove cross country to like stalk this person and like had di- they found her with like diapers on and stuff like that. So yeah, that's what I should have had because I, I have to pee so often and I've been like this since I was a kid. So it's not like a, 
uh, older male issue type. That, well, at right. least I think it isn't. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I'm not from New York. And so one of the big adjustments here is planning everything around going to the bathroom. Because if you right. go somewhere, there's no guarantee there's going to be a bathroom where you're going. No. Or they'll let you in. They might not or, let you in. Yeah. 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 We, well, we, we, yeah. It's, go ahead, uh, Chris. Yeah. It's hard. My, my it's, life it is, is hard. hard. There was a whole episode of uh, uh, like a news story on NPR about it. Like having to plan around bathrooms and really? the availability, especially in COVID. Because like in most other countries, they actually have public restrooms. Right. So somebody's really overthinking this stuff, but there there's people thinking about it. Um, most European countries have public restrooms. That's a policy. We have public restrooms. Anybody can go into these restrooms. But in America, we don't do that because they are a blight or drugs mm. or sex. You know, there's just it's bad juju. Right. So we can't have public restrooms and allow people to pee when they need to pee. And the system that we've created is all like through retail spaces and um, right. public, you know, uh, yeah, public entities having restrooms, but then you can't always get access to them. You got to buy stuff to get in, which is that's the straight up capitalism. Like I got you, you don't we don't anymore just put quarters in like they did at the uh, uh, the five and dime stores. You had to pay for toilets, although that's still in the building code. Um, you pay toilets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that deserved a rim shot, but yeah. Um, oh, amazing. <laughs> but this new platform yeah. has sound effects, and I'm just, I'm so excited about it. But um, but yeah, very excited uh, for this episode. We haven't recorded in a little while. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus, I guess. Uh, but today, we're lucky enough to have a New York City comedian, Nick Carter. Uh, Nick was one of the first people I met when I started getting into comedy, we uh, we knew each other a little bit, then we ran into each other at an open mic in That's Central right. Park last summer That's in the right. middle of the pandemic because we're so committed to our craft, <laughs> we're out there practicing, right, and right. Uh, and I just had the the great fortune to perform with Nick at uh, one of the biggest comedy clubs in New York City at Gotham Comedy Club about uh, a week and a half ago. Uh, uh, Nick is is a very funny, talented comedian, writer, and actor. And uh, we're just, we're so lucky to have him on oh, today's thank you. episode. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's great. Great to be here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, we, uh, how'd you feel about that show, Chris? I, um, I thought it was one of the most amazing nights of my life. Uh, it was, I've never performed in front of that many people before. So that was, uh, it, it was it was crazy right it was it was it was insane it was a lot of people that stage is huge i had never performed there so it was um very um intimidating but it was good i i enjoyed it it was very fun it was very yeah it was a little intimidating new new york can be intimidating yeah for sure and and and, yeah speaking in front of that many people i mean i i went blank at one point and i i tried to play it off and I think it came out okay because people laughed. So they were either laughing with me or at me. But in any case, that's what you're going for is laughs, right? Oh, absolutely. It doesn't matter if you get how you get them, really, as long as you get them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. And your set absolutely killed, Nick. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I just want, I want to get back. Chris and I met in doing virtual stuff. So Chris... It was good to see Chris in like the flesh because it was a reminder that he actually exists. 
not just like a little square. <laughs> not not an square. avatar. It's not an avatar. He's I really know. flesh and blood. Right, right, yeah. He's not, yeah, I don't know. I was talking to somebody else and they were asking me about it and they were just asking me about the experience and I said, yeah, I mean, it was amazing. You know, I, I've always been very nervous to get up and talk in front of people. Um, mm-hmm. I started fainting one time at a, at a business meeting I had years ago. And so it's always been like this extreme, extreme fear and anxiety. And I told somebody, I said, yeah, I took the class and I was so thankful for the pandemic because the, the class show was postponed. And it wasn't going to be for like months and months and months. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like, what a relief. Like, we're just on Zoom. I don't have to perform in front of people. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You can just oh perform in your bed or on your couch. And if you bomb, you go to the freezer, you get a pint of Ben and Jerry's and whatever, you know. And that's that's that. That's and uh, yeah, yeah. So so let's see. So our our. Uh, show is all about overthinking and I, yep. I don't know about you guys are you guys overthinking anything lately i mean there's so much to overthink right what isn't there to overthink yeah you can overthink i mean i everything i so ever since that that performance a couple of weeks ago like i am totally uh have all this extra anxiety and overthinkingness mm. about continuing to go out and perform what do you and mean so like like you like you have you feel like a pressure to do that? No, I feel like well, I feel like first of all, I mean, I start thinking about, oh, I think it'd be good if I got out and got more stage experience. And so I'm like, yeah, Chris, that's a good idea. And and then I start like thinking about everything that's going to go wrong. I think about I'm going to get up there and I'm going to forget like what I'm saying or that I'm going to bomb or you know, and yeah. uh it's so that's what my overthinking is mostly related to lately mm. it's about mine's just bombing up. on stage yeah. mine's about waking up on time to get to work right now because we actually have gone back to the office so that's oh yeah 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 Ooh. big adjustment yeah for sure yes. yeah yeah so that like 7 30 like you know we were talking about like chris waking up it's like i i i feel like my natural wake up time is about 7 30 and that's really when i gotta wake up to, or i have to be out of the house to be at work so I've got to get up at five thirty so I can be ready to be out of the house by seven thirty. And that's holy just, moly, Jesus! That's, that's so early. Because we all drink our coffee. That's terrible. <laughs> move closer to the office. Yes, you should absolutely. <laughs> um, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. So, so yeah, are they yeah. letting you guys work remotely at all? Like certain days? Well, yeah. So we still work like two days a week from home, but um, mm. you know, it's it that's a big difference than working every day from home mm. and then like now like you can slowly see the traffic ramping up and mm-hmm. like big pickup trucks that like are zooming down the road at like 70 miles an hour cutting in front of you like i haven't had to deal with that for over a year and i'm like oh that's just stressing me out so that you know that's you know there's a lot of overthinking with getting up to go to work and driving into work and yeah oh so, fair enough yeah yes maybe i should move to new york where i don't have to drive to work i can just walk to work yeah yeah <laughs> but you'd probably find i mean in my experience you'd probably find something about your commute to overthink anyway so well, yeah no this is true this yeah yeah mm-hmm. where am i going to get my coffee or something i don't know right and i don't like that coffee shop and right. i don't you know they, they they there's too much like dunkin donuts or or with my luck it would be only dunkin donuts between my office from home and the office and i hate dunkin donuts coffee mm. so you do donuts I do. I know. I don't like Dunkin' Donuts. That's what's your favorite coffee? 
I, I like Starbucks. Starbucks is, yeah, I'm like, so I, I like anything that's not, I feel like Dunkin' Donuts and there's a lot of coffees out there that have this very acidic and they're not very, uh, bold in flavor. So that, that that's how I would describe Dunkin' Donuts. It's very acidic and not very bold. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that's why I like the Starbucks coffees. There's not, they have some of their blends are definitely more acidic and I stay away from those, but I like, a. And I don't drink all that cream and sugar in my coffee either. It's just black. Oh. Just black. Yes. So that's that, how I drink my difference. coffee. Yep. There we go. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Thank somebody finally. Yeah. People were like, You want some cream and sugar in that? No, don't don't fuck with my coffee. It's fine. No. Just the way it is. <laughs> don't ruin it. <laughs> don't yes. make it less than coffee. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I think I made my brother feel bad last week because I was over his place and he's like, you want some coffee? I'm like, sure. He's like, all I have is this donut shop coffee. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so he brewed that, but then he brewed it like on the 14 cup, like oh. 14 ounce thing. And it just watered it out. And I'm like, here, give this to mom. Brew me another one on the 10 ounce one. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like the flavor is a little bit more there than not there. So right. Yeah, yeah, and then I think he started. He's uh, second guessing his coffee choices now, because I shamed him. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um. So yeah, Nick, what are you? What are you stressed? What are you overthinking about? What's going yeah, on? Yeah. Uh, let me see. What am I overthinking about these days? Um. There's a lot going on. I'm overthinking, kind of similarly to Chris, about like getting out there um with comedy and stuff because i've actually taken a, a bit of um taken a bit of a breather i kind of you know was driving myself a little crazy with the amount of pressure i was putting on myself so i kind of took a like a, i kind of took a step back and i'm just like taking my time i was overthinking i had to write this article for this um comedy publication called boston accent uh it's like satire and i was overthinking about that the past week that's what I was doing. I was just, like a writing a fake news, like onion style piece. And I was always yeah. thinking about that. So, um, and, uh, I'm moving, I'm getting a new apartment. So I'm oh. overthinking about all of that, you know, all the new moving furniture I got to buy, all the, all the logistics, all the, oh, city, yeah. you yeah. know, what so do you keep? What do you get rid of? Like the purging packing stuff? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Major, major life stressor right there. Chris likes to move like every other third week. I hear, I hear, yeah. <laughs> so he's got that. He's got that stress managed perfectly, right, Chris? Uh, any any I tips? Mean, <laughs> I find myself drinking more lately, uh, as I'm okay. coping. Like this year, my goal was to drink less. I was like, you know, we were in this uh, shutdown and lock or lockdown, stay at home, and we're at home eating and drinking too much. And I'm like, this year, like, all right, back to. I don't know, not normal, but back to healthy. Back to healthy. Let me drink less. But now there's like extra anxiety about work and about like doing these, uh, like getting out and performing more, mm-hmm. which is a relatively new thing for me. And uh, yeah, so I find myself wanting to drink more, which is not. Well, not great. I we've had a couple functions where like we've actually since the the lifting of the masks and stuff like that and we, we've been going out a little bit more and um i find that i'm out of practice of drinking so i'm kind of overthinking that i need to i feel like i need to have a drinking regiment back in there just like lifting weights i need to have at least two or three <laughs> beers a night 
to get back into where I was pre-pandemic. Sure. Like, I, my <laughs> wife went out to, um, we have a local winery and she went to that and she, like, I love mojitos and she brought me back this like cocktail wine, white wine mojito thing. And it was in a can oh. and I drank one of those. I was gone. I was like, Oh, I'm going to be feeling that the next day. I'm out of practice. This is not good. My, I'm not, I'm not living up to my sailor cred here. It's like, I gotta be able to drink more. And, right. Oh yeah. No, not, not, not. So yeah, I'm practicing my, I am ramping up my drinking so I can go be functional at drinking functions. <laughs> you need to, <laughs> you need, you need something like really like low ABV, like with some training wheels, you know, like, um, right. It, like, yeah. It's just this building that tolerance up and like, you know, like your typical workout, like, you know, you're like, you're all psyched for working out again. You're like, I'm going to go hard. And that's what I did with that mojito wine thing. I went hard on the, you know, the alcohol content and I was like, Oh, right. then I doubled down. I had a second one. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I can fight through this. That was, you know, that was rough the next day. I was like, Oh, all that sugar and I'm old and like, I'm out of practice. Yeah. No. So no. this was so, a, yeah, I'm just, a white wine mojito, white wine mojito. Yes. Okay. This sounds interesting. I don't know. It sounds a little it sounds scary. Delicious. It, 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 it is. It is. Del- I mean, if you, like I said, I like mojitos and then you just kind of, um, you know, which is like what sugar mint and, 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 Rum, white rum. rum. Yeah. Yeah. Rum, yeah. 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 So, I mean, like, I love it, but I can't tell you what's actually in it. Um, but I love them. You just um, did. I know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was spot on. So then it's got some white, you know, this is like, I guess they do like a white wine with it too. Yeah. Oh, man. It just, it looped, definitely looped me. So, um, I'll do that sometimes you know, if we have like a little bit of wine left. I'll just yeah. like pour it in with other stuff because there's not enough sure. for a full glass. Right. Mm. Yeah. 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 So yeah, Chris, if you ever if you ever get down to Pittsburgh, we'll make sure we get. We'll, I'll stock up on some of those white, you know, the white wine mojitos, and we'll. we'll, we'll I'm gonna come a, soon. We're gonna give you a run around the block with it, so it'll be great. I'm gonna come <laughs> so. soon. Maybe maybe I can even play find a place to perform while I'm there. Yeah. Oh, there's tons of places to perform down in Pittsburgh. Yeah, oh, really? I think. Yeah, yeah there, I think. Yeah, there there are there are there's tons of, um, tons of comedy shops and stuff like that. Yeah, there's there's places I, um. I don't go to them, but yes, I know I'm aware of them. So yeah. 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 No, I'm, I, you know, we bought a car, so now we can go anywhere. And uh, what are you doing with a car in New York? Like seriously? Well, so we've been going on hikes lately and you know, we'll, we'll have these little outings outside the city, which you can't get to without a car. And plus, since we were driving to Arizona, to sell our house and uh, like pack up the rest of our stuff and figure out I needed a car to bring shit back. Yeah. Yeah. What was that process decision process? Like, I mean, that had to be fun. Oh, I mean, I overthought it for about six weeks. I looked at cars online like every day. Sure. And I was like, well, we'll just get like a cheap car. And I was like, well, but for a little bit more, we could get this other car though. So what did you end up buying? Let's let's, what did you get? What did you buy? Uh, we bought, well, my son informed me that I bought a lesbian car. Oh, bought, awesome. We bought Great. a super, we, yeah, we bought a super. You can pull that off, Chris. You're, you're kind of a metrosexual. Yeah. You can, you can totally pull that off. Right. Yeah. But it's like, I, I told, I, I said, first of all, Preston, how can you tell if a car is lesbian? Right. Right. I mean, I've never been able to tell, but the other day we were driving and my wife told me, she said, this feels kind of good. The seat is kind of getting me hot. 
So maybe maybe it is a lesbian. I don't know. <laughs> oh uh, you need God. to do the rim shot. Oh wait. Oh shit. Yeah, Come on, you missed it. You How do you missed work it. this? Yeah. How do you work you this? It. You were all over it before. There you go. Hey. There you go. <laughs> maybe it is a lesbian. <laughs> Yeah, so so the car was getting Tiffany hot, and that's what makes it a lesbian car. So again, you yeah, didn't tell us what I didn't we know. It's a lesbian her. car. Now you're 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 self conscious about driving a lesbian car. Well, I'm not. What is what is a lesbian car? I mean, I that's, don't know. I don't know. But somebody else, like we told him, no, we no, bought no, two. no, Chris. What car is it? What did you oh, buy? Oh, it's a it's a Subaru Outback. Oh, yeah, it's a lesbian car, I guess. I mean, I told somebody else what we bought, and the first thing out of their mouth was, "Oh, you got a lesbian car," and I was like, "What? Who? How, what is I, this?" See, I was gonna buy it. Like, is I drive a Subaru knowledge? Um, Impreza. I mean, I'm I was thinking about moving up to the Outback, but I mean, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna butch it out if it's a lesbian car. I'm gonna put the <laughs> the rims on it and yeah, yeah, the yeah. all-terrain tires, and put some probably some headlights, you know, some extra lights. I'm gonna put the roof rack on it. Sure. I mean, I got my Impreza kind of looking that way anyway. If it just had, I you know, you buy a sports car or a sports light car, right? It sits yeah. low to the ground, and then you, the first thing you want to do is put like a two-inch lift kit on it to get some more right. ground clearance. And then why didn't you? Why didn't I just buy the Outback? Right. If right. I remember, if I remember correctly, the Outback is just the Impreza on a higher, um, on a higher. Uh, oh, that's frame. the that's the Cross Trek. That's the Cross Trek. Yeah. Okay, which yes, I really right. like those too. I drove yeah. one of those around a little bit, and those are fun to drive. Yeah, but the Outback's definitely got more storage. It's bigger, and I it's said, bigger. Yeah, I, I, I ultimately I probably didn't really need this big of a car, but I said. Mm. I, I need the space to bring all this crap back from Phoenix. And so right. that's kind of why I bought that particular yeah. sized And you're not leasing vehicle. it. You literally bought it, bought it. Yeah, I found one. I've been looking and looking and looking, and I didn't want to pay over a certain amount. And I, I found this one that had everything that I wanted. It had the, the moonroof. It, it was a 2018, which is the first year with Apple CarPlay. And I found it out in Long Island. So we had to drive an hour and a half. Of course, we got lost going out there. So it <laughs> took us like two hours. <laughs> but but yeah, it like popped up and I was like, oh, this is the one. So we like, we drove out there and what and color we, is we it? We bought it. It's like, it's ice silver or something like that. Okay. So right. it's like oh. basically silver. Yeah, that's, that's not quite the lesbian color. So, all right. I still want to yeah. know what, first off, I feel like that is just, you know, wrong to, 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 um, stereotype a car as, as a lesbian car or stereotype lesbians into driving you know the outback but okay that's you know that's well way to go it, preston i mean here, not, preston's here. not very woke is he yeah I mean, no, come it. on <laughs> jeez <laughs> i mean preston teenagers have all these opinions and knowledge about oh, things that yes, i just don't yeah. know where it comes from but sure. apparently this is a right. known like thing out there it's a stereotype well now that you also drive a subaru you it's drive slower new. that's what my friend and told I, me too yeah drive so well i drive slow anyway but right, okay well then then it, it is a good car for you in phoenix so what, i noticed that our neighbors who are a female couple they have the identical car oh uh, yeah. well you know what thinking about this my niece is um she's she's gay and um yeah she drives a she drives a subaru i think uh -huh, uh -huh. i probably should text my wife and verify that yeah. that is accurate <clears throat> She might I, have like I, see, I, I see men all the time driving these cars. Yeah, I saw a, yeah. a man get out of an Outback the other day. So what were That's the true. other options? What are the other options that you were looking at? Jeep Wrangler? Were you like? <laughs> I had else? considered Jeep. I didn't want an SUV. I wanted like a car right. because I wanted like a comfortable ride. 
But I felt like the Subaru sure. was great because it offered the all-wheel drive and it snows back yeah. here. And and they're a very safe car. And yeah. uh and they're very you know, safe. Yeah, and they have, and they have the boxer engine. They have the boxer engine, so it's it's not the V. Love mm. love the flat horizontal uh boxer. Yeah. Yeah. They have a great safety yeah. rating. So like all around it just seemed like a But do you have a place to park it? Yeah, yeah, it's right out front on the street. Oh, okay. Oh, lucky. My, you my... need to do so you need to do the Pittsburgh thing. So in Pittsburgh, uh to save your parking space, you put a lawn chair when you leave. Yes. You put your lawn chair in. Oh my god! Um, yes. Do they do that in New York as well? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They do. Yeah. You need to get a lawn chair. I wonder That's how long right. that would last. I'll, I'll put one out there just to see, because I, I'm pretty buy sure someone would one, take it yeah, buy, the garbage. Like, drive three hours to the nearest Walmart in what <laughs> right. upstate New York somewhere. Buy yourself a cheap lawn chair and bring it, so that way you don't feel bad when it gets stolen or vandalized. But yeah, you should definitely try it. For Sometimes sure. people sit out there in those lawn chairs. They sit yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah, and they just hold yeah. their spot for their family members. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Preston, parking. here's your new job. Sit there. You're yes. gonna hold the parking spot while I'm off to running errands. Yeah, parking yeah. is crazy here. And then they've they've switched alternate side parking down to one day a week, which is great because mm-hmm. then you only have to go out and move it one day a week. But I I was over I was parked on 74th and it was complete pandemonium. Because you know how, so the street sweeper comes, and so we all pull over to the left side of the road, and we double park until the street sweeper goes by, and then we, like, back, back up into our spot. And, but you could feel the tension. Like, people were scared they were going to lose their spot. Oh, yeah. And this guy, like, tried to, like, cut me off. And so then I pulled up, and I, like, blocked him. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm trying to get into my spot. And then we're all, like, and then the street sweeper is stuck, and he's yelling at people because the one car didn't move. And I was oh, just man. like, oh, my God, why did I buy so you guys, a car? So double parking is a legit thing in New York City whenever the sweet sweep, street sweeper is coming through. I don't see us doing that. In, so I here's something that I overthink all the flipping time. Yes. So in the going to the office, there are signs that say uh, second Monday outbound, no parking for street cleaning. And then the other side of the street is second Tuesday of the month. It may not say inbound, but it's, you know, you can't park there because street sweeping. We even get emails from our uh, one guy in our office. He sends us like reminders. Don't park on this side. Don't park on. But then, so like right there, I'm like, is it the second Monday? Am I on the second? Like, and then you have to look at your calendar and you have to count back and you have to like Mm. figure out what second, you know, is, is this the second Tuesday? And even if you got the calendar reminder, but then what really sucks is when you go to another zone, another parking zone and there is like a sign that is like five paragraphs long of who can park there when you can park there when you can not park there ridiculous you need permits for this you need permits for that and i'm like i don't have any of this stuff what am i supposed to do i just it's like it's like a big puzzle yeah (laughs) yes oh and that was my best jerry seinfeld in um impression impersonation thank you impersonation (laughs) chris has got a great jerry seinfeld Oh, my bad impression joke. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do that at a at an open mic later. Oh, you absolutely be, should. You yeah. should absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So those things are just ridiculous. Like you need to. Yeah, like, yeah. Parking is very stressful. I get extremely, like, anxiety ridden about it. I think about it for days, and like even after night, you leave, like you you parked, you've left. You yeah. didn't get the ticket. You survived. You didn't get the ticket, and you're still like, "Did I violate something? Did you?" I've literally taken pictures of the signs. And That's what like, I have to do. 
I, t- I take a picture like, of the sign wherever I, I park. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Friday night, I wouldn't go pick up Tiffany at the airport because I said, Tiffany, I said, I have too good of a parking spot. Like, I can't <laughs> I can't move the car today. Yeah, well, you didn't so know about the, you a, didn't know about the uh, lawn chair, so now you can. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll put a lawn chair in the back of my car, and then I'll just take it out. I yeah. just hate well, driving in New York, though. That's what I just, I, just, I can't, I can't oh, do it. It's, it's awful. It's, it's not designed awful. for it. It, it is, is not awful. designed for it. No. It's we, we so don't... stressful, and I have to do it now a lot because I'm going to be going. I'm going to be working on Long Island, so my company just bought me a car, and I'm going to have to go nice. back and forth to my new place. Oh. But now I'm going to have to be driving on like highways in yeah. New York, to and from Long Island. It's not going to be fun. I am no. already stressed no. about it. No. <laughs> Plus, everyone's yes. going to ask you for a ride places now because they know you have a car. I just screwed up. I shouldn't have said that. Well, you know what? <laughs> what you need to do is go get your Uber uh, thing, and then you can just, you know, like when they ask you, like, well, here's, like, request my Uber. <laughs> I'd be more than happy to do it. Yeah, yeah, right. Request me through Uber, through the Uber app. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, so, yeah. Driving here is not pleasurable. We, no, we had to no. take my friend to the airport on Thursday. And Which I one? We, LaGuardia, JFK? Uh, uh, Newark. Oh, Okay. And, that's and, New Jersey. Yeah, right? but it's it's the same dis- it's actually closer than JFK. It takes less time to get there. But it's um, not really classified as an airport though. It's, it's newer? It's an open piece of pavement. Yeah, it's really yeah. <laughs> planes just happen to touch down there and then they let people on, but it's not no, it's in New Jersey. It's not really an airport. So oh, we, we fly sometimes Priceline has uh like app only internet deals, but they're only through Newark and so we'll use those because yeah, it's such a a good deal. Mm. But but we had to take yeah, our friend to the airport on Thursday and it was and I was like this will be fine. We're leaving a little bit after 3. But, but no, the the fucking map took us to the wrong, gave us the wrong directions and then the police See, shut really down 42nd Street because it was getting too congested because everyone was trying to get into the Lincoln Tunnel. And so they're like, no, no, go down to 44th. And so they directed everyone down to 44th so that you're going further up and then looping back down Ugh. 11th. Ugh. Yeah, but it's still probably faster. And it took it took about 25 minutes to get from 44th and 11th down into the, the Lincoln Tunnel. And we were all like having a heart attack because we're like, are we going to make a flight on time? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Oh, my God. It, Travel Chris, anxiety. Right? Yeah, I mean, driving so you've got you got anxiety of driving in New York. You've got anxiety of getting to the airport. Um, I'm anxiety of better. parking. I'm getting more relaxed about it. You but getting more relaxed about it. But at first, I was very tense and nervous about parking spots. Oh, and it's, it's like an anxiety speedball. It's like a. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to get this eight ball of uh, anxiety. We're going to go park and we're going to drive in New York and we're going to go to the airport. Oh, it's 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 awful. The, when we first Shoot got that the car, stuff up. Ah. We, I, I drove around for almost two hours trying to find a parking place. And I'm like this. I had to, I had to come back home, park in a no parking and use the restroom so that I could get back out in the car and drive around <laughs> for another 45 minutes. You find your parking spot. And we, I so finally found a, public... a place up at 96th Street in Riverside yeah. and we live at 76th Street. And I was so excited just to find a spot. I just, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, and I, you guys I, don't have like parking garages. Like parking garages is really not a thing in New York, is it? Well, you, no, they have them everywhere, but they're, they're no, like. You can either, you can, pay, you can pay to park. You can pay to eat. You can like, you know, eat for the month. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> parking is like four, five, six, nine hundred dollars yeah. a month. Yeah. Like, depending yeah. on where so you park. So when my brother lived in Connecticut, we drove up, my wife and I drove. <laughs> 
to Connecticut and went on the way back. She had never been to New York. And I was like, and I've been a few times. I love New York. It's awesome. Um, but I was like, okay, I'm going to surprise her. I'm just going to detour into New York and we'll stop mm. just for a little bit. She loves pizza. We get some New York pizza, go to the Empire State Building, and then just continue on our way. Well, we were driving her car at the time, and uh, she woke up, and she's like, oh, my God, we're in New York. And she started freaking out because, like, you're super tight to everything. Everybody, like, you know, it's not as bad as Europe where they don't pay attention to the stop signs and just keep on driving through the intersections. But just super tight, and, you know, and she was totally freaking out. Like, I got this. No problem. It was very anxiety-driven for her. No. Yeah, driving here is a little nutty. Well, that's exciting, Nick. So now you're going to be driving. Yeah, now I'm going to be driving. I'm going to have a new apartment. So a lot of life changes for sure. Um, Did you get a lesbian is, car? Did the company buy you a lesbian car? Oh my God. Uh, they bought me a Mazda. <laughs> so Yeah, that's oh, a lesbian nice. car. It yeah, might be a nice. lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> Our friend just bought a Mazda, and that is a nice car. Really? And which which yeah, Mazda she... did you get? I don't know what what Mazda I have. I haven't even seen it yet. You haven't even seen <laughs> oh, it yet. Oh, oh, oh. It's, it's at the it's at the office. I haven't been in the office yet, so I'm gonna go. I'll be seeing it this week. I'll be coming okay. this week. All right. Yeah. I was very impressed with this Mazda that our friend got. They got like the I think it's called a, a Mazda three. Is that what they're still called? It's the smaller size sedan. Very original uh, naming system. Yes. Mazda right. three. Mazda one, one, Mazda two. That's Mazda what it used to be called. I don't know what these. I don't know what cars are called. I used to know every car, and I don't. I don't know them anymore. Go get Preston. He'll tell you. I know, but it, it was not. I mean, my friend has a Lexus that's about the same size car, and mm-hmm. I thought it was every bit as nice as, as the Lexus. Yeah, I mean, Mazda does do a pretty good job with her. With her, I, I feel like most European cars do better, way better than American cars on on quality and. Um, what are those things called? The extras in the car. The Quality amenities, and options. Amenities. Amenities. Options. Amenities. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 We're turning into uh, into a car review show. <laughs> it's very strange. Mixed in with a little <laughs> bit of anxiety of driving and parking. Yeah. No, it's just the way it works. The, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Do you guys, are you guys, you guys are all, are you guys both vaxxed? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Are you back? That's one. Yes, I am. That's one anxiety now that's it's gone. It's nice. It feels good. You know, oh, no, like, no, because now we got all these weird like mask things. Like some people are allowed to wear masks. Other people are not wearing masks. Oh, that's we're true. Sh- we're shaming people that are not vaxxed into like because, you, you, oh, you have to wear your mask. I don't have to wear my mask because I'm vaxxed. And like, oh, we just had um, our office. Right. So we've opened back up. And the rumor is that there are a couple anti-vaxxers in the office. Oh. And so there was a meeting that was supposedly held yesterday. What are we going to do about vaccines and stuff like that? And someone brought up a good point. Like, what if you don't get vaccinated and then you get a client sick and kill them? Right. I mean, that's like well, who's that's the liability on there, right? Yeah. Who's the liability? Who's going to get sued for that one? Because we like to sue. Um, yeah, that's yeah, terrifying. That's... Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's some anxiety for you. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Why we have waiver. I mean, in, in my job, we have to we have people sign acknowledgments that they know because I, I I'm in real estate. So if we go show a property, they got to sign this form that says, "I know that COVID exists. I know that I might get it while we're looking at properties." Right. And I and I won't hold you responsible, Chris. And oh, I won't well, there hold anybody go. else responsible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How yeah. that hasn't been contested in a court of law yet, has it? Uh. It, no. Well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Who know? we'll, we'll see. We'll see. You but, sign those waivers, and you still you still you're still liable. Doesn't matter. Doesn't. Yeah. Matter. But yeah. 
adjusting had, so, out of this pandemic life it's weird though isn't it it's yes. so strange it's yeah. bizarre yes. you know I, I feel know. like I'm less well equipped at this point to deal with stress than I don't remember if we talked about this, Aaron, but then before the pandemic. And so now every little thing gets me all out of right. whack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, like, just like with me, like going back into the office, I mean, I dealt with that traffic all the time. Right. And it was before like the pandemic. But now I've spent the last year not having to deal with that traffic. And I'm all oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, Traffic, yeah. traffic, road rage, anxiety about driving, just all all back, flooding back in. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you you don't have as many um, – I don't know. I, I still haven't gotten back to the gym or anything yet. So, you know, I don't have – that was like a big outlet for me was like, yeah. you know, physical mm-hmm. exercise. And um, I haven't re- – that really hasn't been there over the past year and – as much you know i have been trying but it's just it's tough like you said chris it's more it's just drinking that's and it's not good (laughs) i know it's so it's It's really not good and and like re-watching reruns of house or like i don't know whatever (laughs) (laughs) i know i'm like finding myself like we were low on alcohol yesterday and i'm like taking the rest of these what was in these wine bottles and drinking and i'm like what am i doing chris what are you doing (laughs) can't let this stuff go to waste gotta gotta Oh my God. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm going to have a talk with myself. I got to find a therapist or something. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We're supposed to do a cleanse. So, so, so maybe that'll help. So Nick, you said you are vaxxed, right? I am. I am. Yeah. Okay. All right. Did you have any anxiety about getting the vaccination? You know, actually that was pretty fine for me. I didn't really, I was pretty okay. I was pretty chill. I, I don't, I've been lucky, like medical stuff, like health things. I mean, I don't have, I haven't had any major like health scares. So I'm not, I don't have a lot of anxiety about like health related issues. That's good. Um, That's good. Which, I, yeah. Cause I know my, my, a lot of, I have a lot of friends who are not like that, who are the very yes. opposite. And that yeah. seems terrifying to me, you know, to like yes. wake up and like, oh my God, what's this rash? I don't know. Like, you know, right. and like freak right. out. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So did you get sick on the second? Did you well? Did you get the double shot or the single shot? I got the J and J. Okay. Um, no stroke, so that's good. Yeah, that's um, you good. did. You had the Johnson and Johnson. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. The single yeah. one. Yeah, the single one. Wow, and you're fine. Well, Thank God. Yeah. I mean, it's. Scary. So is that what the latest thing is? The J and J is like you're supposed to get like you can have a stroke from. Yeah. Getting a stroke? Well, they oh, discontinued it. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I gave up on that. I just, I couldn't keep track of it all. So no, no. Yeah. That's something that stresses me out actually is all the, is the, is the, is the news cycle. That does give me a lot of like anxiety. Uh, yeah, that's and... why I stopped. I literally stopped like years ago, stopped watching the news, l- mostly like the nightly news and the local news and stuff like that. And like, I, I plugged in a little bit to CNN, like through my phone, but I try not to I try not to Ugh, try not to do that either. Cause it's, yeah. 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 I think that was a big thing. Like when when I was younger, I used to like not be involved in politics or or at all. I tried to like be as distant from from it as possible, and I thought it was because I just didn't care. But yeah. it was really just because it would just stress me out, you know. Yeah. And and I was just avoiding it. Yes. So yeah. and that yeah. So and and I'm way less stressed now that we have a new president. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that like I haven't been overthinking lately. Is like now that like I I can't say. I'm a firm believer that all politicians are just screwed up and they're like, you can't make everybody happy. You're not going to do like 
they're all leading the country astray one way or the other. Mm -hmm. But the last guy was just really bad. <laughs> it's like, it's, <laughs> oh yeah, it's like giving it's like giving a child a gun and not giving the child any like training and then like ho just hoping finger standing back fingers crossed that he doesn't that it doesn't shoot anybody right or he or she doesn't shoot anybody and like now we've gotten the gun taken away from the child again biden is he any better any worse we, time will tell we won't know but i feel less likely of getting shot just randomly yeah. by the child with the gun yeah so, yeah biden's not yeah. gonna shoot us yes yeah and like it, <laughs> <laughs> and like any president up to this point, other than like, you know, I wasn't a big fan of any of the Bushes, but I still felt safer with them in the office than I did with the last guy. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. At least and, if and, we know what their corruption is, we know that we're not going to be affected by it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was the big. Yeah. It was it was Trump's like unpredictability, which was so. Right. Oh, man. You know. <laughs> so scary. How about that? How about that? Uh, the U.S. is finally acknowledging that UFOs are real. Is that oh, freak? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We fourteen thousand um, mile per hour briefcases in the air. Yeah, that's yeah. We we had a UFO experience on our trip to Arizona. Right, just yeah. like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. My we we were driving. It was like it was uh, the middle of the night. We were somewhere in Kansas. My my wife is from a small town called Hutchinson, and we were about maybe an hour and a half outside of Hutchinson. And I was in the back seat trying to rest and Preston and Tiffany were in the front seat and there was this light coming at us. And I, uh, I, I, I was, I don't know, I was looking at my phone or something. And then I looked up between the seats and I can tell Tiffany is concerned. And there's this light coming at us, like speeding at us. And Tiffany is like, is that in my lane? And I was like, oh my God. And it looked like somebody was speeding head on into us and she slammed on the brakes Oh my! This whatever this object was stopped, and then it reversed direction without turning around, and then it like faded away. Oh! And this was all within a matter of like maybe five to eight seconds. Sure, sure. And like the probing probably happened, and you don't like don't even really remember. Like you know, it was probably right as it stopped. Like that's when it like took you over, like they took you into the spaceship, probed you, and then put you back down, and then you all you really realize is that they're just I mean flying my butt away. was really sore, but I think <laughs> I think it was just the seats are kinda of hard in that car, is all yeah, yeah. No. Mm -mm. Right, right, right. That's no but it was, the Subaru uh, seats are the Subaru seats are really comfortable, like you shouldn't have sore butt from them. No. Oh, it's so hard. It's such a hard <laughs> seat. Unless the Subaru was like exploring another sexuality. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, it was, gonna give straight, it was very weird. Tiffany yeah. will tell you about it when you see her. It was it that's, was extremely scary. That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Th there there was no there's no explanation for what it was. You right. couldn't. I mean, it was it wasn't a car. It wasn't a lamp. It wasn't a floodlight. It was it was really weird. It was yeah. Really weird. No helicopter sounds or no. Like there in, was no. I mean, it was age, it, yeah. like I feel like it could be a drone. I don't think right? it was a drone. It could have been a drone, but like you don't. Again, it's like one of those things you don't, you can't, you can't say yes, you can't say no definitively, right? right. You just can't. Yeah. yeah. So your mind was it on like ground level? Like it was it like? Well, we we thought it was. We thought it was kind of ground level ish. And the more that we studied, like oncoming cars and trains and lamp started thinking about <laughs> it, analyzing, we, yeah, like yeah. drove on for the next couple hours. 
we we realized that it was much higher than a than a car so it it was maybe 20 foot off the ground yeah right so it's not like it was super high but it wasn't like car level and it was higher than a train headlight or a truck or anything yeah Uh Yeah. because we had a train coming at us at one point and so it was like maybe three times the size of a train headlight in intensity and and about maybe 10 foot higher than that yeah and it was speeding towards us and then it just stopped on a dime and then it reversed and then it just disappeared that'll that'll get your anxiety up holy yeah yeah it was i'm getting goosebumps it was weird it was weird now i don't want to go watch any of the uh x-files reruns Uh, i'm not gonna do it oh that's the best i love (laughs) x-files that's the best terrifies me it's it's always terrified Uh, me yeah yeah i yeah i don't like those i i like their like standalone episodes but not the arcing ones that are more conspiracy theory those are the scary ones yeah yeah um i'd rather watch i think doctor i'm a doctor who fan i'll go with doctor who it's still oh yeah that's it's a little bit more unplausible where the (laughs) x-files right 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 yeah too real too a little bit it could could be real back to back to overthinking um like I'm, I'm really nervous about like blanking out and like forgetting my jokes on stage. Do you, do you have any like tips for this, Nick? Any tips for, to help me not bomb? Or do you have any favorite bombing stories? Um, I mean, I have tons of bombing stories. Um, and I, I that's something that I struggle with too. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm always overthinking and, and worrying about, am I gonna forget my jokes? Am I gonna like blank? Am I gonna totally stink and there's really nothing you can't you kind of just have to at least in my mind i feel like i that could happen yeah they could go terribly terribly wrong and like and i and and there's nothing i can do like i mean like i literally and but like if that happens then yeah you just acknowledge it just accept it and then if that happens then just like well that five minutes of my day was less than ideal and then i just you know but other than that i had a great day yeah, it's only five, it's only five <laughs> minutes out of a day. Have I mean, you have you ever forgotten a joke when you're telling it? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. you have. Okay. Oh yeah. See, I thought I thought there's no way this has happened to Nick. Oh yeah, of course. I um. I, oh. Uh, let me think. I my first one of my first uh, sets at Greenwich Village. Uh, the guy was like, it was I was nervous. I was nervous. I was brand new to comedy. Really, it was one of my first professional shows, and um. The MC leans over to me and he goes, whatever you do, just don't go short. Just don't like oh fill the whole time. And I'm oh like, God. okay, yeah, yeah, I won't, I won't go short. And then I get up there and I got no laughs and oh. I br- breezed through all my material. And then I, fr- <laughs> like, it took, I like, I, all of my material took like four minutes. It was really, <laughs> I was really nervous. I was running through it all. And um, I forgot my last joke. And then I so and then I tried to like make up a joke in the middle of oh. like just <laughs> I'm just gonna do this on the fly. <laughs> I'm just doing on the fly. And then, you know, I had nothing and I just walked off the stage. Luck and luckily, luckily he was in the audience, so he came right up. But as he as I passed him, he whispered in my ear, Good job not going short, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I, I, I have not oh, been back there since. Oh. <laughs> I mean, like, there is like, is it like acceptable just to be like, oh, okay, I ran out of jokes. I still have three minutes. So, how much time do I got? We're yeah, right. Just left. Stand here. <laughs> yeah, just stand on the stage. I'm not gonna go short. There's a, great, uh, there's a great episode of the the Larry Sanders show where at the end they they thought they were running late and then they had an extra two minutes and he and and Gary Shannon's character keeps asking uh, how much time left now. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great show. But yeah, so, I, I probably would have done something like that though. I probably would have made a joke about it now if I if that happened. You know? Yeah. Yeah. As yeah, opposed to just freak this- out. Right, Chris, right. Do you set like a? Do you go up there and you like if you know you like five minutes like you set your watch or something like that so you like you can look at that and be like oh I got, I still have to pace yourself or you just well, go up there and do the material and hope you hit five minutes. No, I mean I I I ran through the material about like 127 times and so I kind of knew because I recorded it most of those times and I would look to see like was yeah. it four and a half minutes was it five right. minutes mm-hmm. yeah. and it it ranged anywhere from like. The low fours to a little bit over five minutes, depending on my pacing and right, how many times right. I, I went I went blank during it. Right. And but but I was thinking about it afterwards, like a day or so after, and I was like, after we did the performance at Gotham and I and I go, Oh my god, I don't even ever remember seeing the red light. So I <laughs> I was like, Did did I did I go way over? Did I go way under? I thought yeah. I was gonna I thought I was going to get the, 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 the thing and it was going to be like four minutes, but between me forgetting the jokes in between and trying to re- like re remember them as I'm telling them, <laughs> I, I ended up right about, right at five minutes. Well, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. So I yeah. thought you handled that well, Chris, I thought you'd handled, you know, your little, your little brain fart very well. Oh, thank you. See, yeah, they, somebody you... thought that it was part of the routine. Right. Like somebody told me that and I was like, yeah. no, 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 that just, that was me. <laughs> I'm supposed to be way smoother than that. Yeah, yes. Yeah, no. yeah. It could be your thing. It could be your shtick. There's always a shtick. Yeah. You could just be the guy who, you know, who goes forgets. up there and forgets his material. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how I'll open next time. Well, last time I did this, I forgot the jokes halfway through, so let's see what happens. <laughs> the other yeah. thing I would want to do is, like, literally have a timer, <clears throat> set the timer up there, and have it go off like every minute and be like, okay, you're supposed to laugh and like be in the middle of like not even like or like in the middle of the setup and right. then just have that go off like, oh, like, sorry, I'm really new at this. That You're supposed to laugh now. <laughs> 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 just keep kind of looking at it going, no, that's, uh, oh, okay, that's not right. I guess. Yeah. I mean, Guys, you, come I, on. You missed your cue. Come on. Yeah. This is the <laughs> second, second time. Work with me here. Come on, people. <laughs> Well, and some and I, some comedians will do that. They'll be like, "Hey, that was really funny, you guys. You should have been laughing." <laughs> yeah, but I, like that's I wouldn't even get to the like the right part of the joke for the laugh. I would just be a slave to the timer. That mm, that would be that would be mm. the gig. That would be the the joke. It'd be like, okay, this yeah. So I'm, I'm new with this. I'm kind of setting this timer up to make sure that I don't go over and I'm filling my five minutes correctly. And you're you know and you know yeah that that would all right. It sounds really good in my head, and I think visually it would work. But I am not going to Gotham to try to see if it's – nope, mm, no. Well, it's really no amazing way. like because, I mean, comedians do – like you start to develop this sense of, of, of time, time yeah. as far as your material goes. So, And I'm sure, Nick, like you're much more experienced than I am. So you like – you know you can throw in like this bit to fill time if you need to here or yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. 
<clears throat> I mean, you start to like stockpile. It's like a like a it's like a restaurant menu. Like you start to like just stockpile like dishes that you can make. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then so it's like, OK, if like I need a joke and I need to fill time, I'm running short or like, you know, like um, jokes are bombing. So I'm not getting as many laughs. So I'm not pausing as much. I can just pull out this joke. I know, and this joke generally takes about 20 seconds, 30 seconds. So, you know, you can just kind of fill it there and you just pop it in. Yeah, but. yeah it's very interesting because this is a whole, <clears> new, <throat> it's a whole new world to me. And, uh, uh, yeah, do so, you, so Chris, hit, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, Chris, so you just have strictly five minutes worth of material right now. Well, I mean, I have a bunch of, like, I have some other material, so I think I could probably do longer than five minutes. But the okay. question is... Will I remember it? Right. Are you comfortable enough to be able to start inserting? Or am I going to get to like five and a half minutes and completely forget (laughs) whatever joke was coming after that? Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. So that's my my great fear is like, can I? Yeah. Yeah. But this is like I think that this is true for a lot of overthinking and anxiety stuff. Is like once you start, once you manage to stop overthinking and worrying about it so much, it actually is just makes it way easier to to remember. The jokes like you know what i mean when you stop worrying about yeah. if you're not if you're going to forget then all that energy just goes to actually just remembering the joke and then you yeah i feel like a lot of a lot of anxiety is just that unknown right this is the fear of the unknown right you right. just you've never done this before so chris you have that initial fear anyway of like speaking in front of people but now you have your prepared material and you're going in front of people and just the more you do it the more you become familiar with it the more it becomes a practice so, yeah, the more you do it, I mean, you're a very capable person. Just the more you do it, the more you're going to have that skill developed. So Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, it's, 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 I, I posted on Facebook about it and I said, you know, some, it's amazing when you can surprise yourself because, you know, here I am, I've done whatever I've done in my life up until now. And this one thing I've been so like incredibly afraid of, I didn't do it until now. And then I did it, and then I found, I was like, oh, there's like, this is kind of fun. It's enjoyable. Right. It's, 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 uh, I didn't die when I did it. Right. And, and I'm pretty good at it. And yeah. people laughed. Like, that's part of what threw me you off. You got people, laughs, Chris. You got laughs. That, yeah, Nick. So Nick said to me afterwards, he said, he said, Chris, you know, you're, you're like, you're really good. Like, you, you have some really good stuff. And, and I was kind of like not accepting the compliment. I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. And uh, Nick is one of the coolest guys because he says, Chris, I feel like you don't believe what I'm telling you. <laughs> like you're, no, you're, you're good. You have some good stuff. And yeah. I, I thought about that for days afterwards. And I realized that my self-image of like the Chris Baker that's existed up till now, like in that self-image, there isn't a spot for Chris telling jokes on stage and being funny. Mm. The self-image is, you know, Chris is not confident. Chris, you know, people aren't going to think what I have to say is funny or interesting. Right, right. And I'm going to totally die on stage because I'll be so incredibly nervous that I'm going to not be able to, like, tell the joke in such a way that it's going to go over. Okay, Chris, we're going to do this little exercise. Repeat after me. (laughs) I'm good enough. I'm good enough. (laughs) I'm smart enough. I'm smart enough. And dog garnet. Dog garnet. People like me. People like me. That's oh, I feel much better. Yeah, I feel beautiful. much better. Thank you, wow. Al Franken and Stuart Smalley. Wow, wow. You just do that. That's- 
Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. You don't need therapy now for the month. You're good. Right. Yeah. Just send but, me the, the therapy. I'll send you a bill. Don't this worry. Is the yeah, thing where's about, the copay? <laughs> yeah, here's your $30. This is the thing about being a human being that, that to me still amazes me because in your life, you really don't like I, you know, I'm in my 40s. I think I know myself. I think I know what I'm going to like. I think I know what I'm not going to like. And then all of a sudden this thing like hits you and it completely shifts your 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 paradigm or your perspective mm. of what you thought was possible you know it 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 just it kind of it blows my mind this is one of those things about being a human being that blows my mind yeah yeah and that's just, and that's good because i feel i i that's always my hope that that keeps happening because that means that you're growing and you're doing new experiences right so like that's the yeah. that's my goal it's like i always want to keep like reinventing myself in that way so yeah yeah it's very yeah. hard but yeah it is hard i i that's a whole nother episode reinventing let me make a note of this. jesus yeah didn't need to really? get us started on a whole nother tangent no but that's so like sorry. such a great topic um yeah so so do you have any uh any like uh silver linings that have come from the the pandemic nick one silver lining is that um, I've been doing a lot of Zoom comedy, and that means that I have networked and met a lot of um, comedians out in L.A. and, oh. you know, the great wilds of the Midwest. And uh, um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, so I've, like, met a lot of, like, people that I would never have met before in comedy. So that's been a good thing. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, that's cool. So, like, now, like, when you're setting up your tour, when you're going to go start – because it's, it's getting to be the season, like – like people go on tour right around now, right? I think so. But and they start I, back I, east, and then they work their way west, and they do uh, you know spots all. He's got that way. car and that job that he has to drive to every once in a while. Yeah, that's my tour. I'll tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you I'll can do you comedy. Can... In Jamaica. I'll do it in you know Forest Hills. I don't know. I'll do you know wherever. From Montauk to 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 Coney Island. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you uh, do you have any favorite jokes that you've that you've written, Nick? Uh, no, you no. <laughs> you have such really. good jokes. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to. I'm in the middle of writing um a, a new set and some okay. new material. So I'm I'm in this process where like I'm like I kind of like dislike all of the my new stuff that I'm writing. But I don't know. Um, I like I like my uh, my chin joke. That's my I like my chin joke. That's yeah, I like your chin joke too. Yeah, I like my chin joke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We we should uh okay, insert one of Nick's jokes here. This will be the placeholder. We'll 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 take one of your jokes from from the the Gotham and we'll we'll play it during insert this it in there. part. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you need to do a transition? A tra- uh 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 I don't know. That's a good question. And coming up next, a joke from Nick. I did like the whole fucking pandemic with my parents. I think my dad is still talking. Uh, he shut up. I, it's, he talks so much that I'm not convinced that I, I don't, he, he, he's not like a Caucasian male. He's a white noise machine. That's what he is. He just puts you to sleep. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I've been watching a lot of uh, C-SPAN, trying to get back into politics, trying to like be better, and I uh, realized something. Uh, Oh my God, can you imagine if Mitch McConnell and I had a baby? Holy Christ, that kid wouldn't have a chin. Holy Jesus. 
Oh, I don't know if you guys can tell, I don't have a chin. And the worst part about not having a chin, I will never be able to hang myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> Too dark? Too dark for a Monday night? Come on. Come on. I just fall right through, just like my dates. You know, on the ground. Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, I just can't believe that it's... Uh, I just can't believe it's 2021. We still have guys overreacting to attractive women. I don't, I don't get it. It's ridiculous. Like, sh like, you've never seen an attractive person before, ever. Get over, like, seeing, like, guys see a nice pair of breasts, they freak out. I see a nice pair of breasts, I yawn. I don't know, maybe that means I'm depressed, I don't know. Seeing a nice pair of breasts is like watching Friends reruns. Like, it's fun, but I've seen it before. <laughs> Perky ones are Monica. Standard ones are Rachel. Ones that hang or Chandler when he gained 15 pounds. They're all good, okay? You know what I mean? They're all fun. They're all good. My mom keeps asking me, Nick, what do you look for in a woman? What do you look for in a woman? What do you look for in a woman? Honestly, someone who'll settle. I don't, like, I don't, I like, I don't need someone to say I do. I just need someone to say, I guess. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh man, can I have that? Can I have that for all of my shows? Can you... Absolutely. I'll come with a little like boombox, and I'll play that as you're going up on stage. How about you just come with a little snare drum and you come up with on stage with me and you just do oh, it? Somebody <laughs> did suggest that we should do shows together. They said that we were uh, very strong in our in our uh, uh, delivery or whatever. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah. Comedy duo right yeah. here, born right here on this Abbott show. Abbott and Costello. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Baker what? and Carter. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's got a good ring. Baker and Carter. I like this. <laughs> it's got a this ring to it. This is great. I love it. I love it. Snappy, um, snazzy. So what, okay. what's, the, what's the best part about being Nick Carter? Um, That everyone thinks I'm a Backstreet Boy. No. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, the bet. I don't know. I don't. The best part about that's a very interesting question that I've never even thought about. Um, the best part about being Nick Carter is that uh, I get to do um, I get to do comedy in New York with my friends and meet new people like you, and um, yeah, make people laugh. I think that's that you know bring joy to the world through through some jokes. I think that's probably the best part. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah, yeah it is fun. It's right not on. fun yeah, all you... the self doubt that you have to deal with and all the all the all the yeah. you know, but it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Because it's like you said, it's like that. That's how you know that you're you're growing. You're you know, mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. doing things that are uncomfortable and that are scary. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a great book, the the War of Art, and I know there's that the saying. War of Art. Yeah, and I know it, it's more com. There's like a saying, the the art of war, but it's, it's right, not that. Right. The book is not the, that. Okay, the, the war of art, and he talks about when I heard this line because I was listening to the book on tape. I said, "Oh my god, this is this is like one of those epiphanies." He says the the fake person or the person who's like faking it is wildly self confident, but the person who is like the true artist and creator and and doing this thing that they that they want to do that they're passionate about is like deathly afraid interesting while doing it 
And I, I said at that moment, I said, oh, well, then I must be on the right track because I'm scared out of my mind about everything, typically. Right. So, right. Yeah. That's, it's, it's, yeah. It's like one of those little jokes of life, you know? Yeah. It's That's weird. It's, it, it's not intuitive. So no. uh, there's something to chew on. Well, this has been fabulous. Nick Carter, thank you so much for being on Thank the you show. for having me. This has been a lot of fun. It's, it's been, been great. amazing. Yes. This is uh, the most fun that I've had in months. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, this is a blast. So where where do where will people find you, Nick? Where do people find uh, you? You can comedy? find everything, all my links to all my work, all my writing um, on my website that I'm currently in the middle of building, but it's going to be up in a couple of weeks, um, nice. maybe a week and a half. NickCarterComedy.com. So just go there and Nick everything will be linked. com. All right. You got it. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Sweet. Uh, Aaron, is is there anything that you want to add to uh, to no, wrap up think, today's? I, no, I think we're, we're we're good. Just you know, be kind to yourself, right? That's the biggest thing. So Nick, it was very nice meeting you. Very, very good to hear your stories, and thanks for sharing all your anxiety with us. Thank so, you. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we we made you feel a little bit better today. So. Uh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I'm no longer overthinking about how I'm sipping my coffee. So there, there you go. <laughs> there you go. We Perfect. usually Perfect. we usually create more questions than answers, but it's yeah. uh, it's it's all part of the process here. There you go. <laughs> yes. Remember, we are not doctors. I'm Aaron Kulik, and I'm Chris Baker. Thanks for listening to Overthunk. You can reach us at overthunkshow at gmail And remember. Don't overthink it. Yeah. What's up, guys? How we doing? Let me get the uh, obvious out of the way, okay? I'm so sorry that uh, I'm not the real Nick Carter. I'm so, okay? My bad. I feel like you're all very disappointed. I feel, I feel like, especially you, I feel like you're very disappointed. I feel like you're thinking, that's not Nick Carter, that is awkward Bobby Flay. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Holy Jesus. That's not Nick Carter, that's the cover of fucking Mad Magazine. What the hell? Oh my God. Jeez, that's not good. I am a, uh, I am a stand-up comedian, I'm an actor, I'm a writer. That is the triple threat of poverty. Yeah, right there. <laughs> exact opposite of you. Uh, I do not live in the West Village. Um, it's not fun. Uh, anybody thinking about doing stand-up? Don't, don't you fucking do it, okay? Stand-up just makes you a bad person, because before I started doing stand-up, I just wanted to do nice things, be a good guy, you know? Now, all I think about every single day is starting a podcast. That's all I want. <laughs> I wake up every single morning, I feel like I'm having a sexual awakening every second. <gasps> Must sell you products you don't need! You know, like, it's crazy. When a joke doesn't go well, you just scream louder, that's what you do. Uh, um, I'm, uh... I don't know. I'm starting to do, I'm doing so much stand-up recently. I'm starting to do stand-up in everyday life, I found. You know, I was on a virtual first date with this beautiful girl and I was, I was asking her all the normal questions. You know, what's your name? Where are you from? What do you do? She's like, wow, you really like me. I'm like, honestly, I'm just practicing crowd work. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a date. It's a very expensive open mic. I'm sorry. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know. Crazy. I, uh, I watched, um, Pandemic was tough. I watched a, uh, a lot of porn over the pandemic, not fun. Very depressing, because I have a stepbrother and he's never tried to fuck me. What the fuck? 
What the fuck? And like, I'm not even attracted to men, but like, would it kill him to look at me a little bit? Like, you know what I mean? Come on, dude. Like, Jesus Christ. I also gained a little bit of weight over the pandemic. Not a lot, but like a little. Like, uh, here's how much weight I gained, okay? I gained enough weight that now, if opposites attract, I'm looking for a woman with tan skin, a jawline, and no boobs. That's what I'm looking for. 